0: It's the loneliest number that you ever do. Two can be as lonely as one. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. The podcast where Matt and Todd watch a movie from the Netflix Top 10 list. And then we discuss it, talk about it. Uh, Sometimes we discuss interesting facts about the movie. And sometimes we discuss our listeners. Who knows what's going to happen today? I am Todd Dome. And
1: I'm Matt Malloy, and welcome, welcome to another episode of our exciting podcast. At least it's exciting to us. Um, (laughs) And that's, I guess, the most important. Maybe. Well, anyway, excuse me. Got a little throat-clearing action that I should have done before we started frog in your throat yes there. a frog in the throat
0: well uh <coughs> oh, i shouldn't have said anything
1: <laughs> no, I it's contagious through the internet yeah, yeah. um so today we're going to be talking about a movie called the next three days this is an older movie 10 11 years old at this point 2010 Um, and it has plenty of 2010 famous people in it. Uh, um, the main two sort of main characters, well, the main character is Russell Crowe. Um, and then, uh, another important character is his wife played by Elizabeth Banks. So Mm -hmm. you got those, those guys, those are your principals, Uh, And then you've got a few other people sort of sprinkled through the movie who were more or less famous in 2010, and some still are famous today. Um, You've got Olivia Wilde, who's in this a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. You've got uh, someone that my, um, my aunts went to high school with. Daniel Stern is in this.
0: Your aunt's with the high school with Daniel right. Stern.
1: Wow. Bethesda Chevy Chase. Wow. And Man, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, also in this are Brian Dennehy, who's sort of like pretty old in this, and I don't know. In 2010, he was more famous than he is today, and. Uh, well he's he's dead now, yeah. so wow. he's got that he's got that strike against him
0: yeah, the late great Brian yes. Denny,
1: um as I like to refer to him and the list continues to go on with uh Liam Neeson is in this movie for approximately two minutes,
0: yeah, which is crazy to me because like it's not. I mean, this is like, 2010 is like, kind of, I mean, he's been famous for years, but kind of like the height of his take-in movies and stuff like that, like he's riding the action yeah. wave, and he's used for two minutes in this movie. It's crazy yeah. to me.
1: Um, And the last famous person, whose name I don't know how to pronounce, Uh, it's spelled R-Z-A,
0: Ah, uh, the RIZA. The RZA,
1: thank you. The Rizza is in this. Yes. Um he
0: good old Wu Tang clan representing.
1: Yes. He plays a street gangster person. Um
0: Wu Tang clan ain't nothing to F with. True. That's a that's a song yeah. from, from them.
1: Um and and I think that's it. It's a lot of people who are more or less famous who are in this. Um True. Did I miss anyone who you who stood out to you, Todd? Just
0: um, nothing like crazy. Just I recognized a couple people from just smaller TV roles, but nothing nothing so crazy that I was like, "Man, I need to bring that up." Um, it's funny how many of these side characters have been in. Law and Order Special Victims Unit, which is probably where I recognize yeah. a lot of them. Interesting. From. So, but yeah, a lot like a lot of people in this cast, and really only Russell Crowe and Elizabeth Banks are given much time in yeah, this movie at it's all. True.
1: <laughs> and the, whoever plays the kid, he's <laughs> in it a fair amount.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's true. You know, he's not even he's not even top billed in IMDb. It goes Russell Crowe, Elizabeth Banks, and then Liam Neeson.
1: Hmm.
0: I can't even f- find. What is the, the kid's kid?
1: name? I I've forgotten it. Luke? Is it, is maybe? it Luke?
0: Yeah, we've got. I, when I'm looking through, I got some. I got two twins that are the three year old version oh, okay. of Luke.
1: Yeah, it is Luke then.
0: And then I'm looking. Oh, here, here he is. Ty Simpkins is his Good old name. Little Ty.
1: Yeah. Well, there you have it for the layout of the of the uh, cast, and then the movie itself is really uh, well. So Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe's character is John Brennan, and his wife is Laura Brennan, played by Elizabeth Banks, and she gets mm-hmm. either uh, framed or. Uh, actually commits a murder and goes to jail. And so the first uh, part of this movie, I would say the first mm, 60%, she's in jail. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of about how, how John Brennan, her husband, is trying to deal with it and trying to find a way that she can be released from jail. Like he's focused on appeals and all this stuff, all that falls through. And then he starts to plan of how he's going to break her out of jail. Um, yes, which, uh, that's when Liam Neeson comes into the, to the movie as someone who's apparently escaped from jail several times and gives him seven to be exact and gives him a lot of, uh, useful uh, knowledge about how to break out of jail or how to break someone out of jail, which is used throughout the film. Um, So, so you've got that going for you. And then um, you've also got sort of this backdrop of uh, cops who are sort of like chasing him, but they don't really know who he is. They're like, piecing things together as things happen throughout the movie like he has to do some shady stuff to get enough money to test out some theories like trying to break in like trying to pick a lock inside the prison yeah stuff like that where the cops start to see this pattern developing and like they're trying to figure out what what is the deal with the pattern and eventually it leads them to to him Um, but not before we get to the last part of the movie, which is where he actually breaks his wife out of prison. And then it's more like a chase, uh, chase movie with, um, with the cops bearing down on the trail and then barely evading capture Mm -hmm. many times. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's the movie. It's sort of like three acts there. There's the, I want my wife out of prison. Uh, I'm going to break her out of prison and I broke her out of prison. And now what do we do? Uh, Are the, the kind of main points there. So, and I won't tell you what happens at the end, but I was satisfied with the ending. I'll say that. So what did you think of this movie, Todd? Well,
0: I have to say that this movie to me is equal parts kind of thrilling and, and good and equal parts a mess and makes no sense. Um, it just depends on where you are in the movie. Um, and I, it's hard to go in complete in depth about that and why I feel that way without, you know, this is one of those movies where it's like, you don't want to give it away because, you know, it is kind of like a thriller at times. Um, but I I just get the feeling that the story was not completely thought out by the time um, they started filming. And the reason I think that is because the movie, when when Elizabeth Banks goes to jail, there's like one cop in particular who is like kind of on her case or whatever, or attached to her case. There's a couple of interactions between the cop and Russell Crowe and stuff like that. Halfway through the movie, that cop disappears and gets replaced by another cop. And I thought, like I was starting to think like they just forgot about this other character and they introduce a new cop who's kind of thinking about Russell Crowe and is like you know uh, could he be planning something or whatever. And then in the last act they reintroduce the original cop. And it just was really confusing. And then by the end all the cops are working together and I just was like it just didn't feel like they knew which character they wanted to put into the role of not adversary but like counterpart to Russell Crowe I was incredibly frustrated with um, how they used Liam Neeson not as in like i thought he did a bad job but like you said it's two minutes of liam neeson explaining how you can't escape from jail kind of how he did it himself and then why he turned himself back in because he didn't want to live like looking over his shoulder the rest of his life so he turned himself in and then from that like from that two-minute meeting and YouTube tutorials, Russell Crowe kind of becomes almost a master escape artist when there's no reason why he should be good at any of those things. Like, he's a professor at a community college. He teaches literature, I believe. And, I mean, I guess A for effort in showing us him watching YouTube videos like with these various things involved but it it just it was hard for me to buy um really hard for me to buy um as he's like you you know because you just follow him as he's planning this in like this master plan and all the steps and most of the time I was just thinking to myself how like it, it just is becoming a little unbelievable that this can happen and it it would be different if the story was almost like an everyman kind of thing where like you know the, the everyman gets into this position and he's in this position but he's failing a lot and he's not good at it which he, Russell Crowe does fail a, a good amount as he what he's trying to do but he still crafts this like master plan that even when you think it's not going to his kind of um when when you think you know his plans are falling apart, you know at times they turn out that that's what he planned for or whatever, and I just was like this is it, this is too far for me like i can't I can't follow that this is I can't follow Russell Crow down this rabbit hole <laughs> like I can't connect the dots here, but all that being said, I thought Russell Crow did really well on the job as far as acting wise I thought Elizabeth banks was good too. I thought everyone in this movie was, um, you know, I didn't really think there was bad performances except for maybe like one or two of the cops who were just like really over the top, I felt. Like the one, the the what started as the main cop who's on the case, I thought he was all over the place. Like as far as like um, just didn't seem like a believable cop to me at a time. So he's just, he just seemed mad all the time. And I was like, it it just didn't fit. Then he's gone, and then it gets he gets replaced by another cop who um, is just for no good reason wildly suspecting Russell Crowe. And then then the original cop's back, and it's it's it was a mess. So I think out as the story was a mess to me. I was a little I was okay with the ending, but I was. Very, I thought the actual last shots of the movie were kind of laughable to me. And I can't really go into why they were, but I will uh, share with Matt when we're done recording. Just in case. And and if anyone wants to approach me and ask me why, I will let them know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you got some good performances here wrapped up in a mess of a story. But some, some thrilling parts where you're like, okay, you know, this is... I didn't find myself bored at all during the movie and I didn't find myself so frustrated that I wanted to turn it off. I just was like some of this stuff, I can't connect the dots here. I I don't really believe what's going on, but that doesn't make it a bad movie. It just makes it not the best. So I think that's where I'm going to leave it. All right. And turn it over to you, Matt.
1: Well, I think I agree with, uh, your sentiments about the story, I think the story was was a bit muddled and pretty messy um as far yeah. as that goes, but also, I agree that the acting was good um people that they they had playing the roles did good job trying to bring this story to life um yeah and so this this movie is based on a French movie called poor L which means yes for L um and <laughs> and then i guess for her um and then the screenplay for the uh english version was was written by Paul Haggis who also directed the movie so yes. i feel like we have to blame Paul Haggis for um, a lot of the faults of this movie and some of the weird choices that he made. True.
0: Um, I hope you're listening, Paul, Yeah. and take notes for your next yeah. movie.
1: I did like Million Dollar Baby, though, so you got yes. that going for you.
0: He, he, he yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Um, so uh, that all that to say, I, I think it was a fine sort of. Uh, Thriller slash plot. I don't know what's the right word. Like, like scheme. There's a there's a yeah, scheme being I mean, hatched throughout the movie, and then there's a chase. Yeah.
0: I mean, it kind of at times it becomes a heist movie because he is trying to technically
1: steal yes. something. Yes. Happens to be his wife. It
0: just happens to be. It, an incarcerated right. person.
1: Yeah, so. I, I'd go along with that. It's, there's there's a heist being being staged and uh, planned and plotted about. So, um, right.
0: and all the things that comes along with heist movies are there, yep. like research and all that kind of stuff. And you know, so
1: yeah. So I will say it's a fine movie. The reason it's fine is because of the acting. Um, the reason yes. it's not good or great is because of the story and it's many sort of uh failed attempts i i did like that he wasn't a perfect uh master uh heister <laughs> um yes. that he did have some missteps and some problems that almost get him into some serious trouble a few different times but um yes but yeah I would say all that adds up to like an average film that, you know, you can kill some time watching it. And, uh, I, I think, you know, there's, there's nothing, nothing wrong with the people in it and, and nothing wrong with, the the acting, the, the faults come from the story. So, yes. um,
0: yeah.
1: that's what I'll say about that. Good stuff. Well, Oh, I have one more thing to say, uh,
0: Matt. Oh, okay. There's
1: something that bothered me about this movie, and the final scenes, which I won't reveal, did bother me. I agree with you on how ridiculous they were.
0: It was, it was so dumb. It was such a stupid note to leave off. I was so frustrated.
1: The only reason that's there is to tell you, the audience, uh, what the truth of the situation is when they didn't really need to do that. Right. So no. um, But the other thing that bothered me was there's. this uh, jar of quarters that comes into play in the movie and Mm -hmm. uh, you're led to believe throughout the movie that there's some significance to the quarters and they came from this very specific place and they can't be spent because they're so important and one of the cops gets Mm -hmm. his hands on the quarters, one of the quarters and he's playing with it and there's like this scene where it's like bam, down on the desk and you see on the back of the coin, it says Canada. And you're like, oh, yeah. that's going to play into this. No, never brought up again, never referenced.
0: Not at all. Nope. The,
1: the only thing that happens is the, the, the kid, their, their boy, has to take some, some of the coins out of his pockets when the metal detector goes off at the airport. That's it. Yeah, they go through security. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, yeah, it was, yes, yes. It was a mess an absolute mess. Um well Matt, how many uh broken keys would you give this movie? Uh yes. 0 to 5. That I and I will say the so the the key thing is one thing I do I thought was pretty smart and brilliant about this movie is that at one point he's watching a YouTube video on how to make a master key for any lock and what you need to do for it. It's like seriously, like a ten-minute thing. It shows him making this key, putting so much effort into it, and then like he goes to use it in the prison as like a test run, and it just breaks. Like he can't. It 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 utterly fails. And I was like, okay, that's kind of that's yeah. nice. But anyway, that's the that's the broken key. Just in case yes. anyone's curious.
1: Well, uh, so I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna go right down the middle here. I'm gonna say two point five. Uh, broken keys out of five, um, and yeah. the main reason is that I th- I think all through all its faults I enjoyed watching the movie, and I think I enjoyed the ending of the movie not the very last scene but the ending for the the characters the main characters and what happened to them I was I was sure. with that so so I'll I'll say two point five. Yeah.
0: Um, I think I'm a little below you. I'm going to go 2.0, okay. I think. I just, uh... The last shot, like, the last scene to leave off on that on that scene was just such a bad choice. And even though the acting was really good, it just was... The story was too much of a mess at times to be forgivable to me. <laughs> like, it just was... It, it was really hard but I mean it's not but it's also still not horrible it just wasn't like I just I honestly don't I mean there was no tidbits about this halfway through the movie I I did start looking up facts about this movie because I thought that the original cop in the movie was gone from the story and I was trying to figure out if like something happened to the actor or Mm -hmm. something and so but there's like nothing really popped up or did anything and and I it just is one of those things where I think the the guy writing it just lost himself in the story, couldn't figure out how he wanted to like play it all out. He had an idea of how he wanted to end it, but anyway. So I'm at like a two. Like I think if you if you are looking for I don't I don't know how long it was, probably two hours it or, close to it two or something. It was over two hours. If you're actually. looking for something to was yeah. it? If you're looking to watch something and you enjoy Russell Crowe and you know Elizabeth Banks, then go ahead. Like if you're into kind of like heist slash jailbreak movies, you know it's it's certainly not the worst. But um, yeah, just some of those negatives were really high to me. So I'm going. I'm going two point zero. Fair.
1: All right. Well, that's that's gonna put us at a. Uh, combined average score of uh, 2.5 broken keys out of no sorry 2.25 broken keys out of five uh, for our review of the next three days Um, and before we wrap it up I will reveal the next movie that we're gonna watch
0: good stuff let me get my pen ready to write Write it it down
1: Todd It is called Below Zero. It's a Netflix Hmm. film, and it just came out.
0: All right. Do we know who's in Uh, it? Or no one famous is in it? Hang on. Let me see. Give give me the Netflix
1: tagline. The Netflix tagline is... Oh, shoot. I've got to go back. Uh, There's no one Uh famous in it that I recognize. But the Netflix tagline is, inside, they want him dead. Outside, an ambush awaits in the bitter cold night. There is no Mm. safe place.
0: All right. I I think this is
1: another movie that involves a prison based on sort of the little images that are scrolling by on Netflix. So
0: that's a pretty, I I have to admit, that's a pretty good tagline. Got me pretty interested.
1: So. So so we'll watch that and report back to you our faithful listeners.
0: Yeah, and continue to listen because our numbers are kind of going up pretty pretty high up for the last couple of weeks and that's it's yeah. pretty nice. I like that feeling. So if you want to continue to make me feel good, keep listening.
1: That's right. And uh you can just listen over and over too. You can download movies. Movie uh, reviews as many times as you want. Make our numbers go super high. (laughs) True. 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 But. Da-da-da-da! Da-da-da-da!